Maxson steps into a long three and hits it. Just when he needs a bucket, Tyrese Maxson delivers. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hoops and Cards. I am Gary, your host. We are a community of basketball card collectors and investors from all over the world. That includes Melbourne, Australia. It includes North Canton, Ohio. Can I get a shout out? It includes Dallas, New York, wherever you're at. It includes you. You matter. Your decisions about cards, the players you invest in, or collect, I, I think it's important that you know what they're worth or what they could be and uh, enjoy them for what they are. Like, take good care of them. The Basketball Cards 101 series that we've been working on the last few weeks helps with the overview of the essentials, the things you need to know or pass on to your, your friends that are just now getting into the hobby or your kids that are starting to uh, collect these things, but they, they, may, they may hope to make some money or they may think it's going to be a business. Like, we got to learn the basics Got to start somewhere. So that's the series we've been in the middle of. But with two weeks till the NBA season, starting on October 18th, I can't believe it's October. I'm not. It's one of my favorite months of the year. So excited about the NBA starting up and about even the preseason. I mean, if I if I were to tell you that the NBA preseason started and that there were games today, you know, we're going to get into some of the uh, the high risk plays, but. Man, Laurie Markkinen made his Utah Jazz debut today, preseason against the Raptors, 20 points in 23 minutes. Ooh, wow, and Colin Sexton coming off the bench, 11 points and two assists. Not too shabby in 18 minutes. The Toronto Raptors, since you're all, you're like all just hanging on every word I say about Scotty Barnes, well, I have some bad news for you. Scotty Barnes didn't make a three-pointer today. I want to say this before before I get into the rest of the NBA's high upside picks. Uh, I pay almost no attention to the preseason. I, I just got to be honest. I got to be real about that. Like I'm looking to see if players are healthy. I think it's important to know if Zion Williamson's going to be healthy or, or how soon will Kawhi Leonard or guys like Jamal Murray make their returns. I think that's important because those guys have already proven what they can do on the court. But when I look at a, a box score and I say... Huh, tonight the Rockets played, and they played the Spurs, and wow, um, I, I think it's important that we all know Jabari Smith in his first preseason game as a Rocket had 21 points, 8 rebounds in 24 minutes. That's actually pretty interesting. Like that is, This is like the number three pick in the draft showing off what he can do, and uh, maybe he will be, but they want players that are young to shoot a lot in the preseason, to get themselves into a rhythm, and they don't play, you know, 35, 40 minutes a game. I think the most minutes I'm seeing from any of these guys, you got they got to play into that kind of condition. And you're not you're also not seeing a whole lot of defense being played. So before you get all excited over there in San Antonio about uh Devin Vassell and his 13 points tonight or Trey Jones as the starting point guard, I mean I like Trey Jones, but lineups and performances in the preseason um I wouldn't put much stock in them as a fan, and I wouldn't invest based on them. I wouldn't rush out to your local card shop and start buying Taylor Horton Tucker's uh, 
like some of us did a few years ago in the preseason. I'm not saying any names. I just may or may not have done that, but I'm talking to you today about high upside picks. We did part one, a uh, just a, the one episode ago, I guess. It, for me, it was like uh, like half hour ago. For you, it might be like three days ago. Like, why did you hold out on us three whole days? I'm like, man, hey, um, we got to pace ourselves here. We got, we got two whole weeks to get through, and it's still buying season. So here are some high upside picks. I wrote these a few days ago. I might even change some of these. I've got, I'm going alphabetically through the NBA. There's nothing scientific about this. And, you know, if if you want to recap the, the high upside picks from the, from Atlanta on, you know, Atlanta through Memphis, Memphis, oh my word, Atlanta through Memphis. When I was walking in Memphis, uh, Atlanta through Memphis, I had Trey Young, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons. Wait a minute. No, this is the wrong list. I'm reading you the. I'm re, am I reading you the right list? Oh man, yeah, I'm reading you the right list. I said Ben Simmons, really? Okay, uh, I guess some people like him. Lamelo Ball, Patrick Williams, Donovan Mitchell, Luka Doncic, Jamal Murray, Cade Cunningham, Jordan Poole. If you're new to this, don't call him Pooley. It's Poole. Jordan Poole. It's okay. Silent E at the end there. Kevin Porter Jr. That's my guy from Houston. I think he's got a big upside. Everybody's watching. And paying high prices for Jalen Green and Jabari. But KPJ, running the show, man. He's the point guard. He still could get 20-plus for the next 10 years. I, I like him. Uh, low low risk there. Tyrese Halliburton, Paul George, Anthony Davis, AD, if he's healthy. There's a lot of upside there, especially if it's tied to a Lakers playoff run. And his 2012 iconic set rookie there. And then Desmond Bain. Love Desmond Bain. Last year was not a fluke, I repeat. Last year was not a fluke. Desmond Bain is a prolific scorer at his 50-40-90 numbers, so I guess you have to listen to the previous episode. Let me get to Miami. Miami, uh, you know, I have to pick a guy from each team. Like, we get, we got basketball card collectors and sports card shows in every single city, so I guess I have to pick somebody from each team. I wasn't really sure who to pick from Miami. A lot of people have invested back and forth in Tyler Hero. I'm just not a fan. I'm not even sure Miami knows what to do with him. They couldn't play him in the fourth quarter of the playoffs. So what do you... I like Bam Adebayo as a possible all-star again. He was an all-star already once. He's entering this season healthy as far as we know. You know, I can't guarantee that he's not going to tweak something. But he's Bam Adebayo. Like, he's an exciting young player. 2017 rookies are available and on sale. Number 17, high upside pick. From the Milwaukee Bucks. I actually lived in Milwaukee. Shout out to Brown Deer and to Vin Baker, who I met in the parking lot after an NBA game with Honus. It was awesome. Vin, thanks for rolling down your window and saying what's up. Uh, my Milwaukee Bucks pick, high upside. <laughs> you may have heard of this gentleman and his funny dad jokes, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I, I just, man, that legend's just going to keep growing, and I see him as. Uh, the player to own of this decade. So there's that. Uh, I actually have uh, my eye out on the cheaper Giannis rookies, but there's something available in every budget. And, you know, you don't need to listen to my episode to know that a Giannis autograph, uh, any any Giannis auto is down in price right now, but will be back up. And uh, I, I just think there's, the sky's the limit for Giannis cards. Uh, man, that, that prism. There's there's this guy that shows up every time to the card show. 
that I go to, he's got the same Giannis. It's like a BGS 9.5. And I'm like, how much is it this time? How about now? How about now? I'm just like, I, I want that card. It's one, you ever have that card that you're like, man, someday, maybe. But in reality, you know, you're like, nah. <laughs> it's it's going to be a while. It's going to be a long wait, Giannis. But he's my guy. High upside pick from the Bucks. And then from Minnesota, I go with Anthony Edwards. Got to go with Ant-Man. Uh, I've been buying and grading Ant-Man rookies. I think half of this is, yeah, he's absolutely that talented. I believe he'll be an all-star this season and for many, many seasons to come. And he's got all the things. He's a flashy player. He's fun to watch. He's a fun interview. And uh, I think kids will buy his jerseys all around the world. So Anthony Edwards, you to man. Uh, card card prices are still relatively affordable for him. Number 19, high upside. This guy was also on the risky picks, and uh, I don't know if he'll be uh, the best overall investment on his team, but Zion Williamson, high, high, high upside dude if he stays healthy. But the way I'm approaching him, and I mentioned this in an article today on hoopsandcards.com, our website with uh, with blog updates, I said Zion is one of my five like of this list that I'm actually, yeah, yeah, I'm going for. But the approach on Zion uh, can be twofold. It can be, yeah, uh, buy and make a short turnaround, like a, a, a sale, a flip, buy now and sell, you know, first week of the NBA season, you know, that, that opening night or second night when New Orleans plays and Zion's healthy and he plays a whopping 29 minutes, but he might have 29 points <laughs> and, uh, and he'll be the talk of the the new season. That's when I would sell. Or, you know, if you're feeling riskier, I think the longer you hold this season, uh, there's risk involved. But but even if you're buying for long term and you think, you know what, Zion's going to be around for a lot of years, Gary. I, I don't know about these short term. Like maybe you're a long term investor and you want to buy and hold Zion. Now would be the cheap time to buy and grade or buy graded uh before he shows that he can stay healthy and be an all-star, Zion Williamson. With New York, I'm going with R.J. Barrett. I think he will lead the Knicks in scoring this year. I think he did in March and April anyway, and uh, is just growing in his confidence and leadership of this team. Curious to see how Jalen Brunson affects him. I think that just means he's going to get more open jumpers, and a less pressure on R.J. at the end of games is going to be a good thing. So... Happy with my R.J. Barrett Net Marvels card, even though it graded a PSA 9. I'm just going to hang on to it for a while. I think R.J. has a bright future ahead. And uh, maybe it's just a, a you know career in New York. Uh, we will see what his upside is. High upside pick for Oklahoma City. And, and I could probably name four or five players there. I mean, what is Josh Giddy going to do long term? What about Alexei Pokazhevsky? Who in the house likes Trey Mann? I do. I do. Right? But I'm going with Shea Gilgis-Alexander because I feel like he's the only sure thing. Uh, sure thing as in a player that is going to contribute and be a borderline all-star for most of his career. He can do it all. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he makes the all-star team this year. And I say his name along with a lot of these because his cards are so, so down, so cheap. I mean, I, I, I leave the house in the morning and people are lined up down the street, throwing their Shea Gilgis-Alexander rookies at my feet. I'm like, guys, guys, it's a joke. They're not that cheap. They're not throwing their cards at me. But I'm like, he is a super talented player. And if that guy's ever on a playoff contender, or 
if he and Chet and Josh and these guys get it together and they are a playoff contender, guess who's going to be the alpha dog? The, the Like the leader of that pack is SGA. So I'm going to break there and we will finish up our walk through these high inside picks in just a minute. Welcome back to Hoops and Cards. Uh, let's talk about the rest of these high upside picks from each team. I got to go with uh, Orlando Magic, and I, I don't really love anybody on the Orlando Magic except Paolo when his cards eventually come out. I don't know when Panini is going to release next year's cards because they haven't finished releasing this year's cards. In fact, if you stay tuned, you'll get some... Uh, Mosaic drop news probably sometime in the next week or two, and you'll probably get some select basketball news and wondering if those are overprinted again. I don't know. All I'm saying is, hey, I got to pick an Orlando Magic player. It can't be Paolo because I don't know when we're going to get his cards. So I'm going with Jalen Suggs because that's who Orlando is going with. I don't know what they're doing at the point guard position. I do know they drafted Jalen Suggs fourth overall. This is the guy they drafted ahead of Scotty Barnes. So somebody has a vested interest in playing Jalen Suggs and letting him play through the slump that he was in last season, he's going to have to show that he's better than Markel Fultz and Cole Anthony. But I believe he will. I believe he will. I'm not personally investing in him, but I think his cards are cheaper because of a tough rookie season. But it does remind me of a player for Cleveland. What's that guy's name? The point guard from Vanderbilt that had a really rough first year and wasn't even healthy half the time and just wasn't a good shooter and look like a, a, a bust. Like, we got to be careful not to judge a guy just based on his rookie season. Some of them are coming into the league at 18, 19 years of age, you know, and all of a sudden, two years later, the guy who had a terrible rookie season is Darius Garland, one of the best point guards in the NBA, one of the best young players to invest in. But that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about Jalen Suggs, who I think has all the uh, all the tools, but it's just going to be a matter of, well, will he put it together this season? Uh, I do think he has high upside, and I do think he's capable of it, but I'm not buying in personally. Part, part of it's because I have to be pretty selective on where I spend my money. I don't know about you, but I don't like just throwing money around. Uh, sometimes people will ask me, hey, hey, what do you think of this player? And they'll mention a player or a card they found, and they're like, yeah, you know, what do you think of... Uh, I'm trying to think of a guy that nobody's asked me about, so y'all don't think I'm picking on you. What do you think about... Uh, you know, Lonzo Ball and, uh, you know, the fact that he's he's hurt again. Maybe it's going to be a buying opportunity. And when he comes back and boom, he's going to be like, the Bulls are going to be like, I'm like, I don't know if I would invest in, like, I don't know why I need to go looking for it unless I'm related to that player or unless I'm a big time fan of that team. Um, because I don't need to, need to go after any Orlando Magic. There, there's no rule saying you have to buy cards from every team in the NBA or else you're like not really doing it right. No, pick the guys you like. The next, the next guy is a guy I really like. It's uh, Philadelphia 76ers Tyrese Maxey. Like, he has the high upside. He's already shown that off. And uh, the way he played in April and May was like an all-star at age 20, 21. Like, Tyrese Maxey is the guy that's making Phillies Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese. That is a big three. 
Guys, if you don't think that's a big three, you're just telling me you didn't watch Maxi play last year. I mean, the whole season, he was uh, a three-level scorer, played with energy, clutch shooter, could go point for point with just about anybody he matched up against in the league. It was pretty crazy what this kid was able to do, and I think his cards still have room to grow. I'm personally investing in Tyrese. Like, full disclosure, disclosure, I'm buying Tyrese Maxis, and I already have a bunch of them. I'm just looking for certain cards because I have all of the cheap rookies and I've got a lot of them, but I'm looking for autograph cards, graded cards, uh, patch core. I'm looking at some of the premium cards too. You know, sometimes we just talk about Prism or Don Russ, but did you know there's like premium products out there, thicker, better looking, well-produced cards like National Treasures and Immaculate and Flawless and Obsidian and Impeccable and Noir. I love just saying Noir noir and black like there's all kinds of good looking cards and get the numbered cards like get the limited edition cards i do have a problem to 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 share with you uh and when i order cards and mail day is here like i get that notice on my phone that from ebay like your item was delivered and uh there are there are some times when the item delivered is a tyrese maxi card and uh my mailman or mail person delivers it to the wrong house and that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now, you guys. Somebody else in my neighborhood has my Tyrese Maxi Court Kings rookie card. I'm like, dude. I mean, I it's just a three dollar card, but I'm like, dude, it's a really cool looking card. But some somebody in my neighborhood. So neighbors, if you're listening to this, and you're like, oh yeah, I wondered why I got that Tyrese Maxi card. I don't even. It's my card. Please, <laughs> it's like send it. Please, like. I, I don't want to put it like a poster out saying missing one Tyrese Maxi Court Kings card like that. That's not how we do it, uh, you know. But I like Tyrese Maxi a lot. I think his upside is high. And then really, this is about the card market for him, right? I think the NBA has already seen what he can do. And um, uh, Philadelphia is very excited about what he can do. Like, they're not trading Tyrese Maxi for Kevin Durant. Like, they're not trading him for anybody. So. I'm investing in his cards because he can score. He's exciting. He's fun to watch. He's super young. And uh, he's just got a great personality. I think we can't underestimate that when it comes to uh, investability, if that's a word. So Tyrese Maxey, speaking of having a personality, I'll go with a player who doesn't. DeAndre Ayton from Phoenix. Like, dude, uh, performance is pretty consistent for the most part, but um, he's not one of the most popular players in the league. I'm not saying people don't like him. I'm just saying sometimes big men, uh, especially when they've got other fleshier guys on their team, like Chris Paul and Devin Booker, and I guess that's all they got, but like Chris Paul and Devin Booker, and Mikel Bridges, great player. Uh, sorry to the Bridges family, I should have thought of uh, Mikel first. Um, but yeah, DeAndre Ayton, is, his prices are down. He signed a long-term contract to stay in Phoenix. Phoenix is going to contend for the finals again. Guess what? They're, they're, they're going to need him as a defensive stopper in the middle. And as a, just a, a, a core piece of their team going forward. Let me get back to players I am buying. When I go to Portland, I'm looking at Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons, the 2018 rookie that everybody was so... There was a lot of buzz around him because he didn't play in college. I think he went straight to the G League or whatever. Anthony Simons finally got his chance to run a team in January. And he just went crazy. Crazy. You can check out the article about him at hoopsandcards.com, our website. But Anthony Simons, I'm investing in. 
absolutely love him. He can create his own shot and nobody can guard him. And uh, he will take pressure off of Damian Lillard in a way that CJ McCollum didn't and couldn't. He is not just a shooting guard. Okay. Simons is a combo guard and it would not surprise me if somehow Portland wakes up, decides to Dale, Dale, Dale. They decide to Dale. They're going to deal, deal Damian Lillard to get draft picks and get some young talent and, and actually rebuild around, well, just watch him play, man. Anthony Simons, that's my guy in Portland. For Sacramento, a uh, lesser celebrated free agent signing. Like It seems like there were all kinds of guys switching teams. I don't know why Malik Monk signed with Sacramento for so cheap so early in free agency because he was a fantastic shooter and scorer the last couple years in Charlotte and Los Angeles. I think if he gets a home, this is this is the the risk here. If Malik Monk winds up starting next to De'Aaron Fox, watch out. Watch out. I know they got Dante DiVincenzo. I know they got Davion Mitchell. I know y'all like Davion Mitchell because he can play defense and his name is Davion. He, he totally has potential. I, it's not that I don't like him. It's just that he can't shoot the way Malik Monk can shoot. Uh, so I like the upside there. 27, Keldon Johnson, San Antonio. That's the guy. That is the guy. Uh, what I'm talking about is is not a player who's about to have a breakout. It's a guy who already has broken out, and a lot of card collectors, card investors, people that deal with multiple sports, and, and they just know when they see a Keldon Johnson rookie, oh yeah, that guy's a 2019 rookie, and he's, he's not Zion, he's not Ja, he's not Darius, he's not Tyler Hero, like, well, what he is going to be is uh, 20 plus points a game this season and the foundation around which a young team with Devin Vassell, Josh Primo, and a whole bunch of other young Spurs, uh, including Malachi Branham from Ohio State, the Ohio State University is going to be a part of. So Keldon Johnson is my guy there. I'm totally buying in. 28, Scotty Barnes, enormous upside. Everybody loves him. I just don't know if he's my play for this season because Toronto has so many weapon weapons. Like, you might go watching a game just to see Scotty Barnes because he was Rookie of the Year and you bought his, you know, his teal laser hollow because it's the first year Don Russ did those. And you might watch a game and Scotty will have 10 points and 8 rebounds when Fred Van Vliet has 35 points, you know, or Gary Trent makes 8 three-pointers and he's the headliner. But Toronto has so many ways to score that I didn't even have to mention their MVP candidate. Let's move on to Utah. Colin Sexton, high upside because he scored 24 a game in Cleveland. Utah is a team that's obviously tanking and they're they're building around draft picks and they're going to need a need a guy a young player to at least generate some energy and sell some tickets I don't think they're turning to Jordan Clarkson for that I think they're going to try to deal Clarkson for actually could you guys a jazz uh GM if you're listening could you deal Clarkson to the Cavaliers because a I think he would totally help uh their their energy and just uh attack aggressive mindset on offense and I don't want anybody else to have that guy like that guy's a fireball uh Colin Sexton for Utah and then number 30 is Bradley Beal from Washington high upside there because uh you know in a month we could be looking at the scoring leaders and see his name first like 30 points a game that's what he was doing that's what he could do again still young enough in his career still talented enough I but again Washington is a team that I don't I don't even know what they want to be or why they're doing it like Beal and Kristaps Porzingis, like that's your play, and we put a Kuzma here and a Monty Morris there, and we, I don't really know what they're doing. Uh, maybe they didn't anticipate Bradley being around this long. But I like Bradley Beal. I like the 2012 rookie, and 
it's one of the, the cheaper deals in that class. So, guys, that is my review. I mean, those are some high upside picks. And I did give you some of my favorite players. You know, when I, I guess, let me let me add this. Uh, when I think of buying cards for a short-term profit, uh, number one, I can't guarantee that's actually going to happen. Like if I if I pick a name off my list, Anthony Simons. If I buy an Anthony Simons, I've got a I've got an optic hologram card of his that graded perfect ten, right? If say I bought that card now, I can't guarantee it's going to go up in two months. So when I when I buy it, I've got to have a backup plan. Like a, uh, hey, maybe it will go up in two months, and I sell it, and make money, and tell you all about it, and we have a we have a good laugh. And you tell me about your wins, right? I want to hear about your wins and your profits and your best deals. I love hearing that. Instagram me and my DMs at hoops and cards or email me, Gary at hoopsandcards.com. Love to hear that stuff. But when I buy in for any Simons or Tyrese Maxey or Shea Gilgis Alexander, a lot of the guys I mentioned to you today, Keldon Johnson even, I'm buying with my backup plan is, well, if it doesn't go up in two months, I don't mind holding that card for a year or two years. Because I believe in the player, and I believe in the cards market. Uh, you know, right now we are in a down season because it's the off season. Because the cards market was down from where it was a year ago. Fine, fine. Now is buying opportunity, but I've got to be willing to hold on to cards. I don't know if I would buy. That's that's probably why I'm not sure about buying Zion, because I see Zion as a you know decent short term flip on the news that hey. Zion's back. Look what Zion did in week one. Look what Zion did in his first night. Look what Zion did to the Pistons. Great. I don't know about Zion doing that for 82 games, let alone 42 games this year. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd have a backup plan there. I'm saying when you go in and buy a card, one of my backup plans that's worked out well this time, uh, the last six months has been, you know, you buy cards and you're like, oh man, the card market's down. Well, then that's the time to uh, reshuffle the deck, because if all the cards are down, then you can still do trades. You can still uh, package and get deals. You can still get bargains. It's sort of like dollar cost a- dollar cost averaging in stocks where you're buying buying a little bit each month, right, and accumulating. You believe in the market. Well, I don't – I mean, the market's up and down. I, I believe in uh, sports being a massive uh, industry globally. I believe in the NBA being a global entertainment that has a lot of upside to it. I believe in the card market and a lot of the content creators and uh, entrepreneurs, billionaires that have invested into this thing over the last three years and their plans for the next 10, 15, 30 years. Like, there's some exciting days ahead. So I'm willing to hold on to players that I buy now and cards that I buy now. And that's that's also made me more selective as a buyer and as a trader. So I hope this has helped you guys. If you have any questions about cards, buying or selling, certainly we've got episodes that address some of those things, but I, I would love to hear from you. Uh, email me directly, gary at hoopsandcards.com. And uh, that's all we got for these high upside picks. We're going to look at, in our next few episodes, previewing the season, we're going to look at the best overall investment on each team, the best short and long term. So exactly what I just talked about the guy I would invest in short and or long-term on every single team. So not just high upside, not just risky. I want to give you the absolute, here's here's what I would do or what I am doing, guys. And uh, those will be coming next. So have a great week. We'll uh, see you soon at Hoops and Cards. Well,
LeBron James. Scotty Barnes, to me, is the X Factor. He is a terrific, terrific player.